welcome to that D&D show. Hello, hello. Thanks so much for joining us, that D&D show, for our first episode of A Dysfunctional Adventure. I'm Rob Stone, your Dungeon Master, and I'm your storyteller for this journey. I'm joined by four players, the adventurers of the story. They decide what to do, what actions to take, and how they handle the situations I present them. The success of their actions depends on the roll of a dice, a 20-sided dice called a d20. Rolling high is good, and rolling low is bad. This is a Dungeons & Dragons game with a few twists. And throughout this series, I'll be calling on you, the audience, to help me tell this story. So, with that, it's time to introduce the players and their characters. Hi, my name's Louise, and I'm playing Delvi the Changeling, and she's a con artist. Hi, I'm Kieran, and I am playing uh, Cassie Cloche, and uh, she's a fairy, and she's so excited, and she's a sorcerer, but she's not really very good. Hey ho, I'm Justin, and I'm playing Orm the Bugbear Monk, and also a scruffy hermit. Hi everybody, I'm Tina, and I'm playing Alana, and she is a centaur barbarian soldier. Welcome to the game, guys. Great to have you here. Since this is our first episode, before we get started and jump straight into the game, let's take a second to talk about the characters. Louise, your character is a changeling, but what can you tell us about changelings? So changelings are shapeshifters. They can change their shape at will, but they have to keep the same sort of configuration. So I couldn't change, for example, into a horse or a owlbear, um, I have to be into another humanoid. They're a very fun race to play because they're so sneaky and so conniving. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting into all sorts of trouble. Completely opposite to you then, Louise, right? Oh yeah, I'm lovely, I'm nice, I'm not conniving at all. <laughs> Can you change into multiple characters or...? As long as I've seen the character, um, so as long as I know what they look like, I can pretty much change into anything that's humanoid. And have you got a, a basic shape that you, you're going to play in this story? Yes. So Delvi, she's um, a bit of a conniving girl and she tries to pass herself off as the bastard heir of the king to try and wangle herself into like the best digs. So she likes to get herself into rich houses and stay there for free and, like, steal their stuff. Female power. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, Kieran, what about Cass? Is it Cass? Cass, yes. Yeah. Cass. Cass, she is... She's nuts. <laughs> That's basically what the only way I can really describe her. She is totally nuts. What, nuts in a crazy in way? A, in a super excited, like... You know, she just wants to like hug everybody and just tell everybody about like what an exciting day she's just had, and um, she doesn't shut up. She's a fairy, right? Yeah, she's a fairy, and she's a magic user. Yes, okay. so she's a fairy sorcerer, but she's not very good. She um, basically she's walks a trail of destruction, but she has no clue. She uses wild magic, yes, which she doesn't have much control over. No, right? Okay. So, mm. sounds like it could be lots of chaos. <laughs> yeah. 
um, which was why she was uh, thrown out of the Fey uh, realm. Right, okay. Because she just kept causing too much destruction and they were just like, get out! Awesome. Uh, Justin, what about Orwin? Orwin? Wow. Orwin is a bugbear monk, as I say. Um, bugbears are historically despised by normal folk for their, I guess it's their alliance with the orc and goblin folk. They are essentially long-limbed, uh, I'd say, monk, like large monkey-like furry orcs. So it's would. it's not a bear? It's not a bear. And it's not a bug? It's a bear as much as it has a bear-like nose and bear-like fur. That's about as okay. bear-like as you get. And it's definitely not a bug. <laughs> <laughs> so it's got long limbs. A long-limbed, hairy beast. Like you, Rob. Like me. <laughs> Doesn't know the bare necessities. That hairy. <laughs> yes, well, Orm, although a despised uh, creature historically, uh, Orm was part of a respected tribe. Um, okay. Who he has trained in herbalism, um, but much the same as, uh, what was it, Cass, Kieran? Cass. Yeah, he, there is a uh, question mark over his competence due to his uh, his lengthy age and his hermit ways. His uh, his recall of potion recipes is a lot to de- be desired. So sometimes it will hinder, sometimes it will help in battle. That's his herbalism, right? It is her, yeah, okay. his herbalism. We're yet to come on to his uh, <laughs> his trained martial arts, but we shall yeah. see. What do you mean a question mark over her competence? She thinks she's awesome. Exactly. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Dad joke number one. Ding! <laughs> I told you. <laughs> uh, Tina, what can you tell us about uh, your character? What's she like? Okay, so Alana is, as I say, she's a centaur barbarian. So she was a soldier in the Centaur army and something happens to her along the way and she is uh, left behind, shall we say. She she gets angry quite quickly, does she? She does. So she doesn't seek out conflict, but if it finds her, she can stand her own and she will defend the great and the good. Okay. Awesome. Any questions you guys have for each other? What's the DM like? What's the DM like? Uh, maybe you guys need to answer that. <laughs> I'm lovely. So I think the DM pretends he's lovely, but then he'll just suddenly decide that we have to lose all of our weapons or put a door in front of us that takes a whole session to open. Okay, so I did ask the players to get rid of all their items except for one, basically one simple weapon or one item. So what weapons have you or items have you guys chosen I can't remember. I'm just checking. <laughs> Orm, being a hermit and a, a wanderer of the streets, just has some a lonely-looking walking stick, which doubles as his bow staff. Is it Orm? Orm. 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 O-R-W-Y-N. Orwin. 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 I thought I had to pronounce it. <laughs> we'll go Orwin. with whatever or whatever works. Orwin. Okay. Orwin. He's a hermit. He'll answer to anything okay. if you give him food. Or he'll just run away. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, I think you had your wand for Cass, didn't you, Kieran? Yes. So Cass had a wand. But did we decide whether she gets a weapon as well? Well, I mean, I don't want to reinforce what, what everyone was just saying, but... The savage GM comes in again. Yeah, she just has a wand. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. See, I'm hoping he's going to be generous because obviously being a newbie, I'm hoping that he's going to go easy on me, but I get the feeling that's not going to be the case. I mean, he is hoping, yeah. <laughs> Tina, I'm new to this. I still have the scars. Okay, so, Kieran, Cass has a magical wand as her item. Yeah. Um, no, it doesn't vibrate. 
<laughs> Not one of those ones. Uh, Louise, what's what's Delvey got? Delvey has a bow and arrow because she is not getting close to anything dangerous. Not ah. a chance. Pussy. Yeah. And Tina, what's uh, Alana? What, what's she got? So she has rage with an axe. So she's going to be quite a powerful force. Um, like her uh, her player then, I suppose. We a shall force s- to be reckoned. We <laughs> shall see, Rob. We <laughs> shall see. That's the hope. One axe, four legs, zero fucks. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. That needs to go on a t-shirt. Yeah, it does. <laughs> there we go. First match. First match idea. Yeah. <laughs> zero fucks. Was it four legs? One axe, four legs, zero fucks. <laughs> that, that is definitely going on a t-shirt. <laughs> So with that, I think it's a good time to say who's ready to kick this thing off. I think I'm ready. I was born ready. I'm always ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Ready to go. Ready to go right now. Is that Cass or is that you? <laughs> That's Cass. <laughs> but I, I'm ready to do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it now. In a mystical land called Zusia, we find a bugbear, a changeling, a fairy, and a centaur. They are in the Strydale region, governed by a good, albeit promiscuous, king. This is a multicultural land full of opportunity for the brave, where magic flows and danger lurks. We start this story in Strydale City. The adventurers do not yet know of each other, and have been asked by me, the DM, to remove most of their belongings. They start at level one with just one item. But where will they end up? Listen to the story of a dysfunctional adventure. It's evening, the sun has set, and there is a Friday feel buzz in the air. You're at the local tavern called the Jazzy Rat. It's busy here. There's a musician on the piano in the far left corner of the room, and there's already a few drunk locals either singing at the tables or up on the dance floor. Behind the bar, you see a buxom and friendly-faced, red-headed dwarven barmaid. The barmaid goes to you, Orwin. Ah, you made it back. Do you have those herbs I asked you to track down for me? I have got most of them. Oh, wonderful. Here is your gold. These add such a wonderful aroma to the house ale, but let's keep that info between us. Here, have a drink on the house for your efforts. And she slides you across, um, like a mug of ale. At this point, four very brutish, thuggish characters walk in and the place goes slightly the atmosphere changes and it goes a little bit quiet they walk up to the bar and Brenda the barmaid's face it slightly changes it's a little less naturally friendly and you can tell something's quite is up she walks over to the group and they start mumbling something and she hands over some money from under the counter 
they look over at you, Orwin, and they say, what are you looking at? I just turn my head down and look at my ale. They walk over. I said, what are you looking at? I get up and I'm going to walk away. You get up and as you go to walk away, he grabs you on the shoulder and forcefully spins you back round. At this point, the atmosphere in the tavern gets even more quiet. All eyes are on you. Except for a fairy who's desperately trying to get attention for his magic show. Look at me. For her magic show, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> what, what are you doing at this point, um, Alana? So I was um, just having a drink, taking some time. Chilling out. Chilling out, yep. minding my own business. And uh, I happen to see what's going on. Don't like the look of how things are going. So um, I offer to intervene. So you walk over? I do. Well, what do you say? Have we got a problem here? Who do you think you're talking to? Is this any of your business? You've made it my business by disturbing my drink. What are you doing at this point, Delvey? I am working my way through a large bottle of very expensive wine. Are you by yourself? Well, I am by myself, but if anybody lovely wants to join me, I will think about it if they are the right class. Okay, so you're, you're downing some large expensive wine? Very expensive. And Cass, where are you at this point? As you see this sort of drama unfold and this very posh looking, kind of almost out of place, downing this wine who seems to be oblivious to the trouble that's just behind her. Well, I, I've got all my fans in front of me. Like, they all love me. Why are they not looking at me? They've got all these people that I was doing, some leaves falling from the ceiling that were just appearing out of nowhere and warm gust of wind and putting out some candles and relighting the candles with, with my magic. And now no one's looking at me. <laughs> are you saying this out loud? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, am I? No, yes, no. Oh, maybe. At this point, one of the thuggish characters is looking at you, Alana, and he says, you better trot along to where you came from. You ain't got no business here. While I'm buying my drinks, it is my business. Darling, can you please make sure that they do not disturb me? They're getting very loud and I'm getting a migraine. That's what you say to Alana. It's not a hangover, I assure you. It's a migraine from all the noise. I'm going to offer them my ale and just walk away. Take my ale, dear boy, and just leave me be. I'll be, about, I'll be going about my business. Please enjoy this ale, and I'll slowly lurk out. One of the other thugs comes over to Cassie and... Have you, have you got like a, is there a stall or? Uh, it's like a little crate. So it's probably about a foot deep by sort of two and a half foot by two and a half foot. That I've turned upside down and I'm standing on it and it's quite sturdy. And I am doing magic for everyone. And I'm getting really annoyed that um, no one's looking at me. And I'm starting to get really, really, really upset with these three guys in front of me. And um, do you know what? I'm going to get so annoyed. I'm just going to cast Chaos Bolt at the middle one because they've really annoyed me. Um, so destruction magic or magic against other people is not allowed, at least in the tavern. Or you know that you'll be in trouble with the guards. And also weapons, fighting, magic, um, all that's a crime and inside the tavern is frowned upon. 
But as this commotion behind, you can see, because you've got your back to the wall, you've got the, the stall in front of you. On the far end of the bar, you can see this commotion coming down and it's clearly distracting away from your magic show. So you're not happy about it. One of the thugs comes over, laughs at you, kicks over the box. Are you standing on it? Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to get up and I'm going to punch him in the knee. Before you do that, if you can roll a d20 for a dexterity saving throw, let's see how you land as this box is kicked that you're standing on. 16. 16. Okay, so you don't fall or triple or over anything. You land quite comfortably on your feet with a 16. What do you want to do? I'm going to kick him in the ankle. Okay. Make a, an unarmed attack. Because he's mean. He's a meanie. So fairies aren't the two-inch tall fairies that typically think, right? So how you're like, what, three feet? Three feet tall? Yeah, about two and a half. She's quite a little fairy. Okay, two and a half feet. So you're going to kick him in the ankles. Mm -hmm. You rolled to hit. 15. You rolled a 15. Um, so you managed to hit this thug. How much damage do you cause him? Okay, four, so it's three. Okay, so three damage to the first one. There's four of them. Ha, so there, take that. Ha, push me, will you? Well, do we know what these creatures are? Are they just humans? It's only human. You've got a bald-headed orc, a bald-headed human, and a dragon, a mean-looking dragonborn. And you've just hit the human. The human with four, three. Yeah, three. So I kicked him in the ankle. <laughs> And did and made that noise as well. Okay. Rather unfortunate. Well, everybody roll for initiative. Thirteen. Seven. Eighteen. I got a naughty twenty. Seventeen plus three. Thirteen for Cass. Seven for Delvi. Eighteen. Eighteen. Eighteen for Alana. Oh, she's up for a fight. Dirty twenty for um. Orwin. Orwin. A dirty 20 for a dirty guy. Okay. At this point, the dragonborn looking at you is going to throw a punch at you. Mm-hmm. And he's going to miss. He takes a swipe. You anticipate it and he misses. Um, but he's got two punches. Okay. The second one, uh, what's your armor class? My armor class is 14. The second one, he also misses. Yes. So he's basically kind of almost shocked that you've come up and got in his face and he's just th wildly thrown two swipes at you and completely missed. That's why you should never underestimate me. This one's going to come over to you, Cass, uh, and he's going to miss both attacks as well. They're very clumsy. The guy that kicked your stool that you kicked his ankle, he's going to miss the first one. Oh my gosh, he's going to miss both of his as well, so... I think they might be drunk. Yeah, they're definitely drunk. Yeah, they've basically come in and I think expecting their reputation to like allow them to see their way through quite comfortably. They're shocked that they've been attacked by a, th a two and a half foot fairy who kicked <laughs> them in the ankles. And this, uh, this, <laughs> this centaur um, badass bitch, basically, who's getting in, in their face. Um, the, the, the last character, who was the orc, is going to go up to you, Orwin. Um, 12. What's your armor class? 16. 16? Oh, yeah, you got natural. The second one is a 15. So he's he's throwing punches, but you're very furry, right? 
Oh, very. Yeah. So, so is Orem. He's, you know. <laughs> so as he throws a punch, he's kind of hitting the fur and not really anticipating where you are underneath that. But weirdly, he's clean shaven. <laughs> or win or <laughs> Medusa cut. <laughs> so an abysmal start from the thugs there. They're trying to get the upper hand, but they sort of clumsily rush in and don't actually get to cause any damage on any of you. Orwin, as this guy throws a punch at you, what do you do in retaliation? Well, with my wisdom, I was going to um, anticipate that punch to see if I could grab it and martial arts Steven Seagal flip him. Okay. Yep. Let's see if I can do that. That is... Oh, that's a 24. So... Is that a natural 20? No, very okay. not. It's a... What did you roll? A 19 plus 5. 19 plus 5. So as he throws this punch at you, you grab his arm yep. and... Steven Seagalim. Steven Seagalim, and he is uh, prone on the floor. Excellent. He's on the floor. Anything else that you want to do on your turn? Um, well, now, being a, a hermit and with my stealth, I would like to hide behind the bar. So you, how do you do that? Do you run around or you jump over? I'm going to jump over while the commotion is there and hide. Okay. Do you want, do you want me to do a stealth throw? Um, yeah, make a stealth just to see how well you've done that. That is a 16. Okay, cool. 16. Alana, you've just seen this furry creature sort of like arm drag over this uh, creature on the floor mm-hmm. and he's just run and jump and hid. But the person in front of you is taking a few swings and missed you. What do you want to do? Well, obviously he's 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 going to I can imagine he's going to be quite annoyed so he's going to keep swinging. So he's going to keep swinging until I either leave him alone or do something. So I think the only way I'm going to get rid of him is to do something. Um he's so, a ma- he's a male in a bar. He's always swinging yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I think I'm gonna swing in and missing. <laughs> yeah, well, Story of my to life use my axe is a bit. Is a, I think is a bit yeah. sort of premature. So you guys know that if you use magic or you use weapons in the tavern, you, there's gonna be guards coming in. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I hoof him? Yeah, you can. You can hoof him if you like. Yeah. So you're gonna stand up on your back two legs. Yeah. Then... I'm gonna proper give her some. Okay. Kick him with your front yep. front legs. Okay. Yeah. So I have to roll something for that? Yeah, so roll your d20 to hit to see if it beats the armor class of the thug. So, oh no, it's a two. It's a two. (laughs) One for each hoof. (laughs) I talked that up Um, a bit, did I really? Maybe acrobatics isn't your strongest suit. So as you stand up on your back two legs and you try to kick with your front two legs, you kind of stumble a little bit. Oh, the irony. And, <laughs> and, and, and miss and nearly fall over. Um, but, um, yeah, that wasn't your, your brightest moment. No, it wasn't. No. Blame the alcohol. Cass, you're up. So you just successfully kicked this guy's ankle and another guy's come over trying to, to grab you, but obviously you're a little bit nimble and, and small, so he's missed you. But there's two of them uh, trying to take this... Little innocent-looking fairy. What do you want to do? So she was probably innocent-looking at the beginning, but now she's giving it the old, come on then! Um, 
And I think she's probably going to be like, you boys want to take this outside? I think they're happy to take it inside, mate. <laughs> um, I mean, they are like, they're, they're trying to hurt you. So, so the the one that came over, yep, probably going to try and punch him in the nuts. Okay, classic. It's like head height for you, right? Just bite him. I'd go for the headbutt. Your centaur would probably fall over there. <laughs> <laughs> it's not me doing it, thank goodness. <laughs> the hooves didn't work. I'll use my head. I'm going to fly in. I'm going to use power. You're going to you're fly yep. into his crotch with your head. I'm going to take a couple of steps back, and then I'm going to do like a Superman punch, like you know, like how Superman flies with his with his fist out in front of him. So it's going to be like that, right into the crotch of the 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 what was the second one? So the human and the dragonborn. The dragonborn, right into the crotch of the dragonborn. Just out of curiosity, if you miss, where is that fist going? <laughs> like a regular Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> eight. Eight to hit. Just an eight. Uh, yeah, so where does that go if you miss? <laughs> um, what is well, the anatomy of a dragonborn down there, out of interest? Well, I don't know. <laughs> is that on the app descriptions? <laughs> I suppose... I Everything's suppose... got a poop. Are you sort of Superman posing to punch his yeah. I suppose he could see me like take the couple of steps back and I could fly towards him and he could just like open his legs and I could just be, yeah. oh, okay. fly straight exactly. through. So as, you, as like... you sort of almost like push yourself off with your wings, Superman pose to, to punch him in the crotch. He opens up his legs and you sort of fall and swish on the floor. He gets nutmegged, as they call it in the football terms. Nutmegged. Yeah. And you're, you're also prone at the moment as well. Oh, okay. So am I now the opposite side of him? Yes. Um, you're now prone. Okay. Delvi, you see all of this unfold behind you. You see this, this um, very mean-looking and obviously good-hearted centaur behind you um, try and, and, and front-kick uh, one of the creatures that she sort of stumbles that the the bugbears like arm drags one of the one of them on the, onto the floor and run and hid and this fairy is just all over the place on the other side kind of like Superman jumping through someone's legs <laughs> are you still drinking your wine at this time? the wine's nearly gone and that would explain why you just saw what you saw <laughs> the wine's gone is this real? why does that happen? <laughs> what do you do? So, I'm I can move for 30, 30 feet. Yeah. So I'm gonna go back to one of the other tables to see if there's any wine left on any of the other tables. Okay. So I'm gonna sneak. So is the table behind me? Does that have wine on it? Uh, it's got some like ale. Mm. Like, what about that that table back just, in the corner? Yeah, that looks like the, the, to the far table has got some cards on it. You can't see in any of the tables around you. You can't see any wine. Uh, any of them got any alcohol on them? Because I'm not fussy by this point. Because I'm already drunk. The first table you looked at has some uh, ale. Okay, so I'm going to stealth back to that table. Yeah. I'm going to take the ale and then I'm going to hide underneath it. But because I feel a bit sorry for the centaur, mm. I'm going to drop my empty wine bottle, roll it at the guys, and hope maybe they trip. That's like my throat <laughs> in my okay. vein. Do I need to do a stealth um, or a sleight of hand for the stealing of the ale? I don't think anyone's paying attention, are they? Yeah, so kind of 
as this sort of fights unfolded, all those tables around have sort of cleared and they've all backed off to the wall. So there's no one really there. If you walk over, but make a sleight of hand just to see kind of, or a st uh, make make a stealth to see if anyone's noticing you while you're while you're picking this up. So roll a d20 and see what your stealth, uh, what you roll for stealth. I got an eight. So you're very drunk at this point. <laughs> I am. So you think you're creepily... You know when someone has an, an image of them doing something in their minds, but when they're drunk, they're actually doing it ten times more clumsy? Shh, be very quiet. I'm the king's daughter. Shh. Which being drunk probably sounds like, be very quiet. <laughs> you anyway, you grab these... these uh, two flagons of ales mm -hmm. what do you want to do with them i like i'm hiding under the table with my beer i have dropped the empty wine bottle and rolled it the bad guys yeah has that done anything because i'm not going to get my arrows out at this point I, I don't like them enough to shoot at them uh let's see okay that you done well has, has the wine bottle done anything yeah so the wine bottles rolled into an area behind the character that the centaur is kind fighting. of aimed it in between like there -ish. yeah and we'll see what happens with that. Okay. Um, and you're hiding under the table. Yeah, with okay. my beer. All right. So the one that you just flew through the legs, uh, Cass, um, he turns around, and he's gonna he's gonna hit you. Uh, he's gonna headbutt you. He's got a big head. So uh, six damage. Ooh, ouch. So he's gonna hit you. He's gonna punch you while you're on the floor. Ooh. Not give me a kick. And uh, causes four damage. Four damage. Okay, Dick. Oh, ouch. The first one who kicked your box comes over to you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. That's just not going unnoticed. <laughs> Take that, she will. My poor little box. <laughs> <laughs> so the one who kicked your box is going to try and kick you on the floor, uh, but he misses. Kieran, is that box dirty? <laughs> is it sore? It was fruity. Okay. <laughs> it's a fruit box. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it had a banana in it. Was <laughs> <laughs> well, it bruised? <laughs> it is now. Is okay. it split? <laughs> it didn't have a cape. <laughs> it didn't have a cape. So, Orn. 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 The, the creature that you swung onto the floor, gets up, and he's going to look around for you. <laughs> oh, it's a natural he, 20. He knows exactly where you're hiding. <laughs> okay. He, 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 he jumps over the bar, and he's going to... Uh, he's going to miss. He's going to... He, he, as he jumps over, he stumbles, and it's all happening quite fast that he misses when he tries to punch you. Um, but he, he, you're out of cover. So I'm engaged now. Yeah. And the bar lady is like, oh, get, you can't be behind you. Get out of it. She's still there, is she? She's still there. But yeah, she's <laughs> like, get out of my pub. She's just trying to make sure like, you know, things aren't broken too much. And she's 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 probably one of the only people like screaming and trying to stop, you know, break it, stop it from happening. Um, The one that you tried to kick but fell over from. <laughs> He's going to go for a headbutt. All right. And he he headbutts. Are you wearing armor? No. 
I I thought I did have armor. Perhaps I don't. No, I'd... you don't. DM probably made you drop it. If you did have it, he'll conjure some bullshit excuse as to why you don't have it. So don't worry. You may have had it, but uh, I may have removed everything <gasps> from you earlier. Uh, you, you don't have to look. You don't have it. Tina. <gasps> Tina, don't fight the DM. He only gets stronger. <laughs> the force is strong with him. He feeds on your rage. Well, I've got no choice and I'm going to have to get so my axe out. He, he goes to headbutt you, but as you're sort of stumbling, he's, he... he sort of like misses and just sort of like brushes your arm as you sort of stumble over to the side and it is now Orn 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 right so given we're not allowed to use weapons but I don't technically have a weapon I have a walking stick can you use that right let's see what happens okay well I mean just imagine you're in a tavern like you can't be slicing people up exactly so I'm going to use my quarter staff, sorry, <clears throat> walking stick to hit that guy over the head. Okay. And that is a 19. Okay, so you hit him. You hit him. Okay. Yeah. And for damage, that will be six. Six damage. Okay. Mm. He takes a big, he's got a big lump cup growing out of his head. And then as a bonus action, can I do an unarmed strike with my other hand? Um, I don't know, can you? Bonus action says unarmed strike. Yeah. Because I'm a monk, baby. Yep. So I'll hit him over the head with my stick, but then I'm going to go for a karate type chop to the stomach. That was 17 plus 5, so 22 to hit. So, yeah, you hit. And that is five damage. Five? Yep. Cool. He's he's looking a bit beat up. Nice. You stay there? You're still engaged, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stay there. There's nowhere I can hide. Yeah. I'm a big fucking bugbear who attempted to jump over a bar. <laughs> Alana, uh, this as you've kicked him and stumbled, he's sort of at the same time gone to headbutt you and missed. What do you want to do? I want to take him out. I've had enough of him now. Yep. How are you going to take him out? Well, I've only got my axe, haven't I? So you know that if you use your axe... Yeah. A bladed weapon. Uh-huh. It's a crime. Oh, okay. So all all that's left for me is then an unarmed strike, isn't it? Because that's the only thing I've got. I haven't got anything else in my arsenal. Or you could pick up the bottle. Yeah, but I've got hooves. <laughs> no, but you do... So you, you have, have arms you, as well? You've got four uh, hooves, uh, yeah, but you've got two arms. <laughs> is, there not a, is there not a bottle on the floor that I rolled at you? Yes, you did. I forgot I had arms. I forgot I had arms. So... so you got four legs and two arms. <laughs> Alana, did you realise you had arms? No. So in, in your in your head, what does a centaur look like? Is it like a mermaid, but with horse body? Is it just a horse? <laughs> and on that note, I'd like to thank you all for listening. <laughs> That's why I'm a beginner. It was nice while it lasted, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, Is that like, I quit. <laughs> yeah, I retire. Um, <laughs> yes, I, in that case, I will pick the bottle up. <laughs> and uh, yeah, try that. Yeah, but if that's still going to be, so if I do something with the bottle. if I The bottle's on the floor I, behind him. So if I go for the bottle and I crack him over the skull with it, it's still a crime though, isn't it? Um, I just hit someone with a stick and didn't get told off. But bladed weapon. I mean, if you stab someone or cut them, that's, you know... I would say, Alana, that so, it's so that I it's smash it over his head. Bludgeoning weapons are allowed. You could push him. Oh, 
If she's using stuff that's in the bar already, surely that's okay. Is he on the floor? No, the the one that jumped over and attacked you was the one who got up and jumped. So you can't tr- just trod him. I hooved him last time. Could I like trample him if he's on the if he's on the floor? Could I not stampede him? He's not on the floor. The bottle's on the floor. Okay, but the bottle's behind him, so I've got to try and navigate behind him to get the bottle. I think you should push him with your hooves onto the bottom. Yeah, just bottle. give him yeah. a push. Just yeah, shove, shove him, him with yeah, your hands. Yeah, we'll shove him. Okay, so uh, well. Technically, shove is a bonus action, isn't it? Or is it an attack? Good question. I believe shove, I will consult the oracle. It's actions in combat is shove. So it's an action. But if she shoves him out the way, is she then not engaged so she can then move? If he if he falls back, yeah. But I, I'd i say we do this as a strength contest. So you roll a d20, add your strength modifier. Okay. And I'll roll a d20 and, and add my character's strength modifier. 14 plus 3. Okay, so you got 17, and I'm going to roll for the thug. Uh, I, You push him back, mm-hmm. and he lands on the bottle, slips, and he takes two damage. Is this where Delphi goes, I did that, I did that. It was me. He's laying on the floor prone as well. <gasps> she thinks she's going, you're welcome. She's like, you're welcome. <laughs> I can be your hero, baby. Yeah, whilst <laughs> the only person left sitting on the tables drinking this random ale is singing, I can be your hero, baby, because you just pushed someone onto the bottle that she threw. <laughs> she clearly is not bothered by the fight around her. She's just enjoying the drink. <laughs> you wait till my next move. I've got a plan. <laughs> okay, so Cass, you're up. Don't you mean super Cass? She's livid, so she's going to... The one that tried to kick her, she's going to pull herself towards him and she's going to bite him on the calf. Okay. Uh, like, like, like... <sighs> A big, nice bite. Okay. But because she's still prone, uh, that's disadvantage. So I'm going to use... Um... You can get up. It's going to take half your... Oh, oh, I thought getting up was an action. No, it would take half your speed to get up. Oh, okay. I mean, it doesn't look like you're going anywhere anyway, so you can get up. Oh, okay. So, okay, then I'll get up and I'll launch myself at the guy who just tried to kick me and I'll bite him in the quad. Okay. As you throw your face onto his leg, let's see. Roll a d20 to see if <laughs> whereabouts on his quad. Can you actually get his quad? <laughs> no. <laughs> what did you roll? One. <laughs> I think we all know where this is going, right? (laughs) As she lunges forward with her mouth wide open to bite this person's leg, as she's still sort of getting up, she she stumbles and she, well, how can I put this? (laughs) She bites his crotch, doesn't she? (laughs) I mean, it might get you out of trouble if it's good. You never know. You might have found yourself a companion already. I mean, it's probably not much of a mouthful, but... That's what she said. Because you rolled a one, it's not so much of a bite the crotch. It's more of like a kiss. Gumming the crotch. This is Kieran trying as well. (laughs) 
Hi guys, it's Rob, the Dungeon Master here. Just wanted to take a quick break to thank you for listening to our first episode. If you're enjoying it so far, please do like, subscribe, or rate us depending on what you're listening to. It really does make a big difference to us. And if you can, share it with your friends, spread the words, and write to us, let us know what you think. We'd love to hear from you. Go to our website, thatdndshow.com, and drop us a message, or find us on Facebook, that D&D show, let us know what your character would do in these situations. Either way, we want to hear from you. So until then, that's enough from me. Here's back to the show. So you've just gummed his crush. <laughs> okay. So so now so now so so now I've worked out. Well, n- now she's worked out actually where the vulnerable part is. <laughs> So because you rolled a one, you need to, that's your action you've missed. So you need to do something to give you an advantage. Suck, maybe? Oh, Continue the... to suck? No, no. I... Buy him a drink. After all this, after all that, I'm going to say So you've just come to bite his leg and end up coming. So Cass, if, you, if, if, you're, if you went for a bite and you ended up sucking, could you cup to get an advantage? I mean, I know it helps me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you should see his face right now. No, no, she's 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 like, I think because she landed on the wrong bit, she kind of went, huh? And, and just like completely forgot what she was doing. Story of my life. She was like, what is going on here? So that's your turn done. Kieran, do you reckon next go you could try and do something not so filthy? <laughs> I'll try. Please don't. Okay. Um, Delvey. So <laughs> you've just seen this, have you? <laughs> you've thrown this bottle and you've seen the, uh, the centaur push back one of the thugs who's fallen on it and you're singing, I need a hero. <laughs> I can be a hero. I'm going with Enrique. On, on, <laughs> on the left hand side, you've just seen <laughs> this fairy. <laughs> Essentially fall into someone's crotch. Face plant. <laughs> I'm just trying to play some frickin' D&D here, you pervs. Well, darling, to be honest, I haven't really been paying that much attention because I've been downing two flagons of beer, both of which are now empty. So I'm, th- I'm 30 squares away from the barrels. Yep. Because I've counted. How many squares? 30. 30. Not 30, I'm sorry, I'm 30 feet. 30 feet away, so yeah. I'm 15 squares, and the, each square is five. Five feet. Yep, I did count. So I'm going to sneak over there, even though I'm being quite loud and singing while I'm doing it, so I'm probably not very sneaky. I like the barbarian the most because she's the, uh, the henchest, and she might actually be of use to me. So I'm going to throw one of the glasses, the empty glasses there, and I'm going to take one with me to the barrel to get a refill. So you're going to throw one of the empty glasses... One of the empty flagon tankard things. Over here. Behind the thug. Yes. Okay. We're going to see if we can do the same trick again, sweetie. Okay. And then I'm going to go over here and get a refill. Okay, so you've gone to the... <laughs> <laughs> because I can't be empty. If this, all this shenanigans is going on, I need a drink. So, <laughs> Brenda the barmaid at this point is just seeing you help yourself to the... <laughs> The alcohol, and she is speechless. She doesn't know what is going on. She's just like, okay, fine. If you're allowing this to go in in your establishment, the least you can do is let me have a drink. 
<laughs> She's like, I don't, I have no words. Rob, could I interrupt the magic of D&D to ask where you came up with the uh, D&D name of Brenda? You don't want to know. <laughs> True. Okay, uh, Brenda the Barmaid has a nice ring to it, don't you think? Brenda has a nice ring. I mean, if there's any Brenda's listening, I, I, it is a nice name. <laughs> if there's any Brenda's listening, you can reach Rob personally. Just DM him. DM the DM. His DMs are open. Oh, DM the DM. <laughs> do I need to do a sneak attack for that? No, <laughs> no, no, no. If I'm singing, I'm singing as I go in. I, I think you clearly have no ability to sneak right now. Yeah. Uh, the barmaid's just uh, lost for words. Okay, that's you. Um... What am I drinking? What is in those barrels out of interest? Is it wine? Is it beer? Just so I know what I'm getting drunk on. Let's see. We should all decide, say something, and yeah, then we so roll a D4. So, so, okay, let's do Yeah, let's see what she's drinking. If, if you come up with something, so one, two, three, four. Uh, Kieran, what, what do you reckon she's drinking out of that barrel? Peapod wine. Peapod wine. Blow your head off. Justin? It's actually the slop from the kitchen that they are waiting to escort <laughs> out of the tavern. Okay. Oh, I wish I thought of that. Okay. So you're number two. Uh, Tina, what is sh- what is uh, Delvey drinking out of that barrel? Goblin piss ale. <laughs> Goblin piss ale. Goblin piss I can't ale. taste anything by this point. Okay. And I will say she's drinking uh, grog. So I'm four. So I roll a d- I'll roll a d d four and we'll see we'll see what she's drinking. One. She's drinking... Peapod wine. Peapod wine. At 20%. <laughs> Woohoo! What, what is peapod wine? Peapod wine, it's exactly how it sounds. It's wine made out of peapods of peas, yeah. Okay. It's absolutely blows your... It's a real thing. It blows your head off. Oh, my God. Okay. So she's already drunk. <laughs> so she, she, she'll be completely tankered. Yeah. How quickly are you downing? Are you downing this? Are you sipping? How are you drinking it? Delvey can down... It's part. If you are related to the king, darling, then you have a high tolerance for these things. Let's see what the dice say about that. Make a constitution saving throw. Okay. And see how well you're handling your alcohol. Oh, how do I do that again? Uh, roll a d20 and see what your constitution saving score is. A 10. I mean, you are getting quite drunk. I've had, a t- I've had one bottle of wine and two flagons of ale. Yeah, I mean, it's getting to you, but you're still able to function at this point. Um, but for how long? <laughs> <laughs> how long? Um, okay, back to the thugs. So the one that's um, <clears throat> being gummed, <laughs> um, he's stunned. Um, <laughs> no shit. Yeah. <laughs> We're all a little stunned. He's stunned, so he, he's going to miss a turn. Tell me, DM, when you planned this fight, did you see it going this way? <laughs> uh, no. I mean, if you did, you'd probably be on a register. I, I think you could tell by listening at the beginning. I had no idea what was going to happen. So a stunned creature is incapac- incapacitated. So he's stunned. <laughs> Cass's face is buried in his crotch. <laughs> and um, yeah, he's speechless as well. So n- nothing happens there. The one behind, however, he's going he's gonna to try and kick you. He wants a bit of sucking, doesn't he? <laughs> He's going to try and kick you. Um, however, I just rolled a one. <laughs> so the one behind you goes to kick you. You move out of the way and he kicks his friend in the crotch, causing six damage. Ooh. And uh, yeah, that is uh, a painful kick. The one that is looking pretty beat up 
by you, Orwin. 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 Is going to um, go for a headbutt. With it's got a bit of lump where you hit him with a with the stick, and it's, that is a nineteen plus. That hits. That definitely hits, and it's going to cause eight damage. Oof. That's a stinger. That's a stinger. Yeah, that puts me on one. And the thug on the floor from tripping up on your on the bottle, Alana. He gets up and um, he throws a punch. Fourteen. What's your armor class? My armor class is fourteen. So he hits and causes six damage. Ooh. So a good round there, apart from the two fighting Cass. A good round from the other two, inflicting some damage. Orwin. 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 I'm going to quarterstaff this chap in retaliation. So that is a dirty 20. That's a hit. And then, oh, look at that. And a nine damage. As you whack him, whack. he just basically is knocked out on the floor. Excellent. Brenda rushes over and is like, get out from behind the bar. And she starts dragging him, his feet around to the front of the bar. I am going to hide behind the barrels. Behind the barrels? Yes. Can I get behind there with my stealth? So you want to come on this side? Yeah, I'm going to go over the bar towards okay. the barrels. Roll the stealth. Let's see what you get. That would be... That's 11. <laughs> how, how Are you climbing over the barrels? Well, I was going to use my acrobatics to uh, climb over the bar and then... I mean, I'm kind of there. I the will barrel. kind of see you. I'm not... Well, I'm not hiding from you. <laughs> so with, with an 11, you, you climb and jump up on the barrels and Delvey shouts out... Hey, ruffian! Get, get down from there! What are you doing?! This is my peapod wine. You smell. You're too close. Stink. Mm. Uh, so you, you you've moved to the other side of the barrels. Yeah. But clearly Delvey has <laughs> given the game away. Okay. Uh, Alana, you've just taken a bit of a punch. Mm. Yes, I have. Uh, he's up now. Um, oh, is he right? The okay. Okay. And then, <laughs> you do see another tankard behind. Okay. So can I smack him around the head with it? Well, you'd have to go behind him to pick it up. Oh, okay. And you'd probably get an opportunity to attack if you... Oh, could I not... Yeah, could I shove him? Yep. Yeah. We can do another, sh- we can we do another, another shove test. Yeah, let's do that then. So I got uh, 18. Okay. So you got an 18. I got a 20. It's just not my night tonight. And behind you is a table and chairs that you fall back oh, behind. Okay. So you're now behind the table and chairs behind you and you're on the floor. Ooh. It's just not my night, is it? Cass. So presumably these two guys are like next to each other now. Yep. So the guy you was gumming um, <laughs> now received a boot from his uh, friend and you're sort of um, to the side of them. So at this point, uh, you are you are on the other side of the tavern to where uh, the centaur is. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you come in, you're to the left. The centaur and the other thug is to the right, and straight in front of the entrance is the um, is the bugbear and Delvey drinking out of the barrels. Okay, so I've just realised I have. Two weapon fighting. Two if weapon I'm fight. doing a uh, melee attack, can I use? What can I do? Like, basically, what I want to know is, can I like fly up and smash their heads together? That, that, I'd say that would be an action. Okay. Can I do that? I'd say you'd have to do a strength check against both characters. 
And I'd say I'd add up both the characters and you'd have to beat both of them. Would that be not be acrobatics rather than strength? Well, if he's... Well, yeah, I mean, there's an element of acrobatics into it, but I think if he's going to be pushing their heads and they're going to be resisting... One of them is in significant pain. Okay, well, you can roll against one. Let's um, let's do a strength contest. One who's just been kicked in the nuts. Um, we will. He's distracted clearly. So a strength check. Yeah, a strength. We'll do a strength contest. So you roll a d twenty and add your strength, and I'll do the same. So I'm doing tides of chaos, which gives me advantage on one throw. So tides of chaos. Once per long rest, you can gain advantage on one attack roll, one ability check, or one saving throw. So then, before I regain the use of this feature, the DM can have my character roll on the wild magic surge table after casting a first level spell or higher. So I then regain the use of the feature without having to have a long rest. Cool. In this in this case, though, you're not doing a spell. No. But the next time I do, yeah, you can go straight to the um, the table without having to roll to see if we'd go to the table or not. Cool. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know, an advantage means you roll the dice twice and you take the highest option. If you're at disadvantage, you roll the dice twice and take the lowest. Um, so that Tides of Chaos gives you advantage on strength. So I actually, I don't think I even need to do that because I've got a natural 20. Natural 20? Okay, I rolled a 7. So, yeah, you crack these guys' heads together. Uh, roll me a d6. That's a six-sided dice. How much damage do they both get? They both get four damage. Four damage, okay. So the one who you gummed um, is knocked out from this. He's unconscious. Yeah. He's unconscious. Take that, fire breath. As he f- falls to the floor. <laughs> and she goes... <laughs> She's really happy with herself. <laughs> Good psychotic laughter here. So as the second thug collapses, the door is kicked open quite aggressively and everyone's head turns and faces the door. In walks a lizard creature and strikes fear into most of the people in the tavern. He snaps his fingers and the two standing thugs immediately turn away from everyone they're fighting. Each grabs an unconscious, drags them out and they leave the tavern. Hey, I didn't get a chance to loot his body. Oh, (laughs) that's what she says out loud. That's what I'm thinking, but I don't say it out loud. I mean, it is our speciality, let's face it. Well, yeah. You're just thinking, where can I get more alcohol? I've got three barrels, I'm good. And I'm thinking, is my balance so bad? I'm not even going to try it. (laughs) But now the fight is over. She's probably going to be like, yeah, you're going to pay for that. (laughs) I'm not going to pay for that. And you guessed it, guys. That is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We've had a great time. We hope you've enjoyed the show too. If you have, check out our website at thatdndshow.com. We're on all the socials too. Write in, let us know what you thought. What would your character have done differently? If you also want to be a voice in the show, go to our website, click apply to be a voice and send us a clip of you reading one of our scripts and we'll get you on the show as a voice. If you're enjoying listening to the show, please consider supporting us on patreon.com slash thatdndshow. Being a patron allows you to download this campaign and play it yourselves at home. Plus, it really helps us out and allows us to keep making shows and uploading content. Thanks so much, guys. You're welcome. I'll see you in the next episode. What happened to all our characters' voices? They all appear to have gone. 
I was doing mine. Were you? I was singing. Sorry, I, I just, I just can't, I can't see the difference between Delphi and Louise. The, the lines are blurred. <laughs> Getting drunk under the table. <laughs> yeah.